Welcome to Solutions for Health and Happiness with Claire and Helen, the Lightning Process team. Want to live a life you love? Start here. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of our podcast series. I'm Helen Harding and my co-host is Claire Brooker. Hello. We want to say a quick thank you to Ben for leaving us a five-star review and some great feedback on iTunes. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thanks, Ben. In our last podcast, we discussed being chronically busy and how this affects your productivity in a negative way. We suggested that we need to take time for ourselves so that we can be more effective in our lives. And today we're going to be talking about the power of your imagination and how you can utilise this to create a better life for yourself. It's been suggested that learning to use your imagination can be a real key to success. We were born with a very active imagination. In fact, most children use their imagination daily for a number of years. It's a really normal phase of personality development. However, as we grow up, the imagination is kind of put on the back burner. Parents play an important role at this point. Some will give their children some creative outlet for their imagination, while others might stifle or inhibit the child's imagination. Every human being has an imagination. It may be suppressed or not active or even distorted, but it really does exist. And a recent article suggested that when many people are asked about how good their imagination is, most will reply that they have no imagination, up to about 40 or 50% even. Others claim that they have too much imagination, some feel that they lost their imagination years ago, or some may ask, what do you mean by imagination? The important question is not, do you have an imagination, and you do, but <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Absolutely. During our clinic sessions, we mostly see clients using their imagination but actually not using it wisely. For example, they may use their imagination to worry about potential catastrophes, and we call this catastrophizing. A great quote that springs to mind is, worrying is a form of praying for what you do not want. Imagine if you could take that energy and you could put it into something more constructive, like your goals and your dreams. Another example would be the daydreamer. This is the individual that's always dreaming but not doing much to make their dreams a reality. They may passively wait for things to just happen to them. When your imagination prevents you from engaging in productive activity, it's being misused. When you have an idea, take some action on it. You'll find this is what successful people do. All the great ideas and inventions of mankind were born in the imagination first. Before Beethoven or any of the great composers wrote musical compositions, they first heard the music in their mind. Great artists see their paintings in their imagination before they put them onto canvas. An architect sees their creations in their head first before he puts them onto the drawing board. Every great writer writes his stories in his imagination before putting them onto paper. So the first step to greatness is using your imagination. So how can we use our imagination wisely to create a fulfilling life? We were inspired by Walt Disney's three-step creative thinking process, which he calls Imagineering. Interestingly, Walt Disney was a high school dropout who suffered several business disasters and bankruptcy. And he overcame these personal and financial challenges 
by using his imagination to create an incredible entertainment empire. So what process did he use to harness the power of his imagination? Well, his first step is being the dreamer. It's all about giving yourself permission to dream. Give yourself permission to start activating your positive imagination by imagining your dreams and your ambitions. Questions to ask would be, what do you want to achieve? How do you want to live? This allows you to use your imagination to inspire yourself. It's important not to censor. Make these dreams as outrageous as you want. Ask yourself, if I had a magic wand and could have anything I wanted, what would it be? How would that look? How would that make you feel? And it's also great fun to do that stage Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, yeah. Then the next step is about being the realist. This is taking practical action. Questions you ask yourself here are, how can I make this happen? What are the features and aspects of this idea? Can I build ideas from the features or aspects? What is the essence of the idea? Then the third step is the critic. This is all about taking an objective view on the ideas and asking questions like, how do I really feel about it? Is this the best that I could do? What could I do to make it better? Does this make sense even? Is it worth my time to work on this idea? Could I improve this idea in any way? And a good idea is to spend some time in all three positions. For example, you could spend one day being in the dream, the next day thinking about how you can make that dream a reality, and then the third looking at how you can fine tune that dream and make it a real plan. It's really important actually, isn't it, Helen, to separate those steps. As often we're far too critical of our dreams and ourselves, and we don't give ourselves full permission to be creative. Ways to start feeling comfortable about using your imagination and being creative is to add some time into your daily routine. For example, make some time to draw or paint or play with the kids or ask yourself what kind of day you're going to create for yourself at work too. Maybe give yourself some time to just imagine how you want your future to be and what you'd love to be doing next week, next year. Excellent. And so to recap, your imagination is very powerful. You can use it to help or hinder your life. To use it effectively to create a great life, take inspiration from Walt Disney and spend some time imagining what your dream life would look like. Then ask yourself how you can start making that reality and then assess whether you would like to fine tune your dream even more or change it in some way. And this is a much better strategy than just letting your imagination run riot with worries and catastrophizing. And it's much more enjoyable too. So let us know what your dreams are and how you get on with them. And we're always here to help and support you. We really appreciate you spending time with us today. And we really hope you enjoy this podcast and that you try out some of our tips for yourself. Remember, if you have any questions about the lightning process, we're happy to call you or we will respond to any emails personally. You can contact us at the website, which is www.lightningprocess.co.uk. And while you're there, you can keep in touch with us by signing up to our newsletter for the latest updates and events. And you can also download transcripts of these podcasts there too. We're also adding a lot more information to the website. We've got a blog and we're putting client stories on there. So keep up to date on what we're doing. 
Well, we'd love it if you could also take a bit of time and leave us a review on iTunes if you feel this podcast has been beneficial and it will really help raise the profile of not only the podcast but also of the lightning process. In the meantime, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, you're one step closer to living a life you love.